Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. Welcome on the Culture News. My name is David Sobibro, and I have the pleasure to down my heart radio to welcome a wonderful, wonderful actor and director. He is absolutely amazing. His name, ladies and gentlemen, is Steve Stan Lewis. Let me spell it for you. Stan Lewis is S-T-A-N-U-L-I-S. He is absolutely, he's a first-class actor, and he is uh, starring and directing this new, wonderful, wonderful film that just got released called Chronicle of a Serial Killer. Chronicle of a Serial uh, Killer. You really have to check that movie out. It is starring a lot of amazing um, actors. I'm thinking of Dominic Swain, I'm thinking of Brandon Sexton III, I'm thinking of one of the best rapper ever, DMX, DMX, Jack Scalia, James Russo, you name it. Oh, and a dear friend of mine, Jojo Cottle, Jojo Cottle, I, I work with her. Ladies and gentlemen, right now, over the phone, the wonderful Steve Stan Lewis. Steve, how are you today? Good. You, you, I, you changed me into a state. You changed me into Steve St. Louis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good. I'm doing good. It's 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 Stanulus, but that's that's all good. Um, Stanulus. I'm, okay. I'm going to get it. Stanulous. Yeah, I know you are. It's a little bit of a tongue twister. Yeah. Um, no, no. Good. I'm, 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 it's my pleasure to be here, and uh, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being uh, with us, Steve. I, I really appreciate uh, your your time. It really means a lot. So, first of all. I would love to know about yourself. Can you tell us where you're from and what brought you to start acting and therefore to do directing also? Sure. Um, basically, uh, I had kind of a, a, a weird uh, beginning. I actually used to be a New York City police officer um, wow. who then worked security with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. And... Um, when I say work with a work security with him, but uh, again, you know, whatever he did, I got to do. Um, and basically, I went to a party with him one day, and I ran into a producer who was at that time directing, uh, I'm sorry, producing a movie called The Replacements with Keanu Reeves and Gene Hackman. And at that time, it was Sandra Bullock, but she had pulled out. And he asked me if I played football. So I said, yeah, I played in high school. So he told me, you'd be great to play the backup quarterback. So I said, yeah, great, perfect. So the following week, I was in Baltimore, Maryland with Gene Hackman and Keanu Reeves <laughs> in Baltimore Raven Stadium and uh, shooting a film called The Replacements uh, and then kind of got thrust into this world accidentally and then through uh, some certain channels, the person that introduced me to all these people actually got in trouble and I lost all the access uh, that, that I had Uh and basically got the bug and started doing what every other actor and director do and uh, started hitting the pavement and then started getting little roles and the Sopranos and, and all these different TV shows and um, films like The Interpreter. And then it just started growing from there. And indeed, what a, what a beautiful career. I really appreciate that you were, um, you know, a, a former uh police officer. I want to be, give a big shout out to all the police officers uh, out there and uh, all the, especially, you know, the, the NYPD being a, a New Yorker because people tend to forget that 
when you call 911, the police is here for you, you know, uh, 24-7, regardless what is your immigration status, regardless who you vote for, regardless your origin. So, um, you know, they are our heroes, and I and I really, really appreciate it. And now I know where your kindness is from, you know. <laughs> now I understand. Those are, <laughs> Yeah, I, those those are real. Those are real heroes, by the oh, way. Oh yeah, yeah, I really. New York, like New York City, any policeman, any fireman, any EMS worker, those are here. What I do and what we do now, it's great, but we're not heroes. Uh, they're here. Anybody, any time you have the ability to to go to work and not come home, uh, that's a hero. Wow. So uh, so kudos wow. to everybody, all the uh, essential workers. And and also big 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 kudos to all the veterans right here who are uh, uh, fighting so hard for everyone for the whole world as a matter of fact. Yes. Anybody in the world, they know they cannot mess up too much because they know they're going to have America on their back. You know. <laughs> so I was, without a doubt. That you know the, the kind of uh, maintaining uh, the world peace because. Um, we, I certainly wouldn't be here without, uh, America around. So, um, so big, big, big hello to all, all our police officers who are listening to us. Um, so you did, you have this amazing career. You play so many large variety of, uh, of roles and you go from the, um, I would say the average Joe to the, to, to this very, um, uh, in depth uh, characters, you know, it's uh, every time you you perform, there's always something important um, going on. Uh, you did this great movie, the the bro. You were in the in the deuce also. You were in a lot of uh, a great work. Um, a lot of independent movies also really uh, adore you, and you are directing directing this amazing drama thriller chronicle of a serial killer. Can you tell us how that project started? Sure. Uh, growing up, I was, uh, first of all, a big fan of, of the movie Seven with, uh, with Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman. And um, that was the first time ever uh, we were introduced to a, a what's, a quote-unquote, what's-in-a-box ending. And, uh, you know, for anybody who's not familiar with that film, it, it doesn't end happily like most Hollywood films do. And uh, that always stuck with me. And uh, because life isn't, you know, life sometimes is great and sometimes it doesn't end so happily. You know what I mean? So I I, I kind of always was intrigued by doing films that didn't have the Hollywood ending at the end that always, you know, we all live happily ever after. We all fall in love and everything's great. Uh, I tend to like more real life uh, type of films. and. Chronicle definitely was inspired uh, by the movie Seven for me to create. Um, it was written by a wonderful director, John. I'm sorry, writer John Bianco, who was from The Sopranos, and he's a dear friend. And uh, as, as soon as I read the script, it resonated, and I, I thought of Seven. And um, yeah, there, there's some twists and turns and things you don't expect in the movie uh, without giving too much away. But some people you don't expect to die die, and things expect to happen at the end happen. Uh, Hansel, what's in the back sending? And, and to me, I always love that because that's, that's real life. And, uh, again, that's, that's just something that resonates with me. And the funny thing is, a lot of films I do tend to be dark 
but that's so not my character. I'm in, in real life, uh, you know, I'm a, a, what they call a ball picker, uh, you know, uh, happy lucky guy, but I tend to be attracted to dark films for some reason. Yeah. And dark characters. Well, well <laughs> you know, you're, you're so your, um, your charisma also, you lead also to this, uh, to this type of, uh, of films, even though you, you can play so many, um, so many type of, uh, of characters, but, uh, I mean, I invite everyone really to look at the, just the poster, you know, it really sets the tone, you know, <laughs> like, you, you exactly. know, you know, you're going to have a good time, you know, just when the poster is good, <laughs> then you look <laughs> at the cast, then you see the received name, um, that is attached to it, then you know, you're going to have a good time. So, uh, where are we now um, with the movie? Is it is it because I have some connection, so I was about to get uh, you know uh, to to watch some of it. But do sure. you where is it for the average Joe to to watch it? <laughs> well, it's, it's on demand, which basically means uh, any of your cable carriers, uh, you know, Verizon, FiOS, uh, DirecTV, Comcast, and anybody who thinks your cable carrier. It'll be on demand. Um, plus, it'll be on. It's on Voodoo, iTunes. Um, there's so many. Uh, I don't want to forget Google Play, um, Amazon Prime. Uh, I'm not doing everybody justice here, but it's it's pretty much on any platform uh, you can think yeah. of. Uh, well, Amazon. So, I recommend people to go to Amazon because they're dear friends of mine. You know. <laughs> well, the you only thing it was with Amazon Prime. Yeah, no, no, and we love Amazon Prime. Uh, Amazon Prime is probably the only platform we're not up live yet. We will be, but if you want to watch a movie today or tomorrow, uh, Amazon Prime will probably be up by the end of the week. Well, we're definitely uh, going to do that, and everyone purchase the movie. This is how we can support these amazing uh, independent filmmaking, these very, very good movies. I love it. This is this is really, really uh, a, a true treasure, a uh, chronicle of a serial killer by, uh, directed by a wonderful friend, Steve Ten Lewis. Did I say it right this time? Not even close, but that's okay. St. Lewis, mind. okay. I gotta get it. So, um, <laughs> so, um, so what are, what are your, your, your next project, um, following, uh, this great movie? So we got two two of the minds up. Um, real quickly, we have one called Red Bunny. Uh, right now, Kevin Dillon, um, Buster Rhymes. We're in talks of Megan Fox. Basically, uh, it's in a vein of traffic. Uh, it's it, if you and I were speaking right now, and the president comes on and says, basically, in a year from today, all money's red. Whatever you turn in green, you get back in red. If you wait one day past the deadline, your money's useless. So that's, um, you know, what if you have too much money that you can't explain, you have to kind of try to get rid of it. So that's uh, that's the, one of them coming up. And then we have a film called Stripped, which is basically uh, Magic Mike meets uh, the Full Monty. Um, so that's that should be another fun one um, that we'll, we're uh, getting ready to go into production on. Well, I can wait to see that one also. Uh, this is going to be uh, really, really something amazing as usual with you. 
you have directed uh, a lot of wonderful work, also some documentaries, some uh, TV series. You also mm -hmm. uh, produce um, a lot of also some story, a lot of great movies, a lot of great TV series and, and, and documentaries. So we cannot wait to, to see, to watch, to read, to hear uh, more of you because you're also uh, a first-class uh, writer. So um, before we start to say goodbye to each other, uh, I would love to know um, what, how is your now the filming with the COVID and the, uh, in the industry, the, these very challenging times, how do you see the future of it? Um, well, the positive side is uh, for on the indie side is basically, you know, it's never been a better opportunity because, you know, less people going to the theaters, unfortunately, uh, or fortunately, depending on what side of the fence you're on. Um, so there's so many platforms now looking for content. So it's never been a better time to be a, a filmmaker. Um, on the flip side of things, uh, on the independent side, if you are a filmmaker, there are so many rules and regulations uh, to meet COVID, you know, COVID um, compliance that whatever your budget is now, you've got to, you know, put an extra 100, 200,000 in. So depending if you're raising money independently, that's, that's not a good thing. So um, there's pluses and minuses, but I, I definitely think this streaming and, and on demand and all this is more of the wave of the future. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, un, it's, it's sad uh, but you know what? You get you get thrown lemons. Sometimes you got to make lemonade. So, yeah, I mean that that that's my my take on uh, on moving forward with COVID and, and, and independent filmmaking. And you're absolutely right. And and definitely we need content, but we need great content like the ones you are delivering. Uh, this amazing drama thriller chronicle of a serial killer. You have to watch it. It is absolutely, absolutely uh, wonderful if you love, uh, you know, just great movies with police, with detectives, with a lot of sort of urban touch. And, uh, I mean, the movie is also glamorous. It's really, really beautiful. I really encourage um, everyone. How did, you, how did you do to get such a first-class uh uh, cast. I mean, th this was not only they're amazing, but the chemistry among all of the actors is is super. Yeah. Well, again, like uh, everybody listening out there who's interested in filmmaking or interested in this business, um, my advice again is ninety five of this uh, percent of this business is bullshit. <laughs> so, uh, by done by bullshit people that never do anything. <laughs> And, and unfortunately, if, if you're in a business, you know what I'm talking about. So if you have somebody, the other 5% that when they say they're going to do stuff and they do it, um, and they do it when they say they're going to do it and they make quality stuff, um, you, you, the higher up you go, the smaller the, the world is, believe it or not. And um, again, just after doing this for many years and developing a reputation to get things done, it's much easier to get a, a, a cast that, that I was blessed with. I mean, Dominique Swain is who, you know, obviously you'll be speaking to later. Um, phenomenal. I mean, she was my uh, 
my opposite uh, co-star, and, and, and she knocked it out of the park. And please tell her I said that. Uh, James Russo was a legend. I mean, uh, James Russo goes back to Donnie Brasco. Um, you know, his nobody has a better resume than than, uh, than James Russo. Brendan Sexton, I mean, you know, he just engulfed being a, the killer. Um, sometimes he's even scared to go to him. Uh, that's how <laughs> how, how uh, believable he was. Uh, and uh, all, all all the cast brought it. I, I don't want to leave anybody out. I mean, D- oh, DMX. I mean. DMX, all DMX has to do is be DMX. <laughs> you know what I mean? And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's and just great. You, and that's just, that's just great. And uh, uh, even if you read the yellow pages, it sounds amazing. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's, so, so I, I was blessed. I mean, yes, I, you know, it was fun to direct, but when you have a cast that's um, that talented and, and, and that dedicated to the project, uh, you know, it, it just makes my job that much easier. So, uh, yeah, I was I was definitely blessed to have a, a cast like that. And we are blessed to have you around. And we are blessed to have you doing this first-class film, Chronicle of a Serial Killer. Chronicle of a Serial Killer. I love the title. You know, really, really good. <laughs> uh, directed and starred by our dear friend, Steve Stanulis. There you go. You got it. You see, I got it. You got it. Stan Ulis, absolutely. Uh, a first-class, first-class actor, first-class director. Um, Thank you. You, I, you know, every time you watch a movie and you see his name, it's like you have a quality stamp on it. So you know you're going to you. have uh, a good time. And uh, I can wait to watch more of you, to watch more movies. But today it starts with Chronicle of a Serial Killer. My dear, my dear Steve, thank you so much for being with us today. My pleasure. Thank, thank you for having me. It really means a lot. And stay safe and healthy and, uh, you know, uh, in these crazy times. Thank you for having me. And, and thank you for being here. More music to follow up on this beautiful day in New York City. Stay tuned.